0: Did you know that being highly sensitive is actually a superpower? In today's episode, I'm gonna show you why that's true and how to help your child harness their secret superpower. Let's get into it. Parenting is the hardest job ever, and parenting a highly sensitive child who's struggling can feel downright impossible. If you're suffering through endless meltdowns, walking on eggshells and losing sleep worrying, you've landed in the right place because I'm here to help you feel good about parenting your highly sensitive child. I'm Dr. Hillary, clinical psychologist and mom of three, and you're listening to the Raised Resilient podcast, where I help you make sense of your child's challenging behaviors and build resilience in the face of their big emotions. So warm up your coffee and grab your earbuds. It's time to turn your child's sensitivity into their superpower. Hello, and welcome back to Raised Resilient. I'm your host, Dr. Hillary, and I am so glad you're here. So if you're raising a highly sensitive child who is struggling through constant meltdowns, aggressive behaviors towards you and maybe their siblings, falling apart anytime they hear you say no and endlessly pushing back on every limit. If you're walking on eggshells around your child's big feelings because you just can't handle one more meltdown, I see you and I understand and I bet it's hard to imagine how your child's sensitivity could ever be a superpower. And if that's you, I really get it. I understand how frustrating these challenging behaviors can be, how exhausting the constant meltdowns can feel, and how much you just want your child to thrive. So many of the parents I've supported, both in my therapy practice and now through my coaching program, have spent so much time worrying what is wrong with my child that they can't cope with even small stressors? My other kids don't act like this. Why is this one child struggling in such a big way? It's not fair that my child does so well in every other setting, at dance, at school, at friends' houses, and then comes home and unleashes this completely other personality. It makes sense so much sense that these parents are frustrated because their kids genuinely are struggling. But so often, all we see when we see our highly sensitive child is the struggle. But here's the thing. Almost every challenge that we face in our lives has a flip side. It's a double-edged sword, so to speak. The child who is super impulsive at school and blurts out answers and can't sit still might be a superstar on the soccer field. The toddler who seems slow to warm up and very hesitant when it comes to engaging with other people and trying new things is actually really tuned in to their own body and what feels safe and comfortable for them. That's actually a really beautiful form of confidence and being true to yourself and doing things on your own timeline and when you feel ready versus when someone else says jump. And similarly, our greatest strengths can always have a downside if they're taken too far. So for example, let's say that you're really determined. That's a great thing, right? But not if you don't know when to rest, not if you don't know when to allow some stillness in the midst of going and going and going and you burn out. Maybe you're a really caring person. You just have a huge heart and you want to help other people. That's amazing. But taken too far... Maybe you're not setting boundaries where you need to, and you're burning yourself out emotionally because you're not filling your own cup first. So no character trait or way of interacting with the world is necessarily always good or always negative. Context and moderation are always important. And so when we talk about sensitivity as a superpower, we have to think about how to harness that superpower. Highly sensitive kids who are struggling just haven't learned how to do that yet. And I would guess that as their parent, you're not sure how to help them harness that superpower. And pretty much every superpower is this way we have to learn to harness it, we have to learn when to use it, we have to learn its power and how to respect that and back off from it when we need to, how to set healthy boundaries in the midst of our greatest strengths, right? And we see this play out with our favorite fictional characters too. So take Harry Potter, for example. When Harry first started using magic, Harry was all over the place. He would make things happen that he didn't even want to make happen. And he got himself into a lot of trouble until he really understood how to use his magic. So now let's talk a little bit about how your child's sensitivity is actually their superpower. So that same depth of emotion that your child doesn't yet know how to cope with that leads to white knuckling and meltdowns and aggressive behaviors That depth of emotion allows your child to have a level of empathy that is unparalleled. Now, in a child who hasn't learned to hone their superpower yet, that empathy might not be very obvious. In fact, you might even say to me, as many of my clients do when we first start working together, my child has no empathy. Are you kidding me? My child is constantly telling me to go away, that they hate me. They don't seem to care at all how they affect our entire family dynamic. And that might seem true based on their behavior. And I totally get it. But here's the thing. That's a child who just hasn't learned to harness their superpower yet. They're taking in so much at all times from the world around them that it's overwhelming. And if they're not equipped with the skills they need to tolerate that discomfort, they're going to hold their feelings in. They're going to white knuckle until it inevitably comes out in yet another meltdown. Highly sensitive kids are often also really creative and imaginative. They have a very rich inner fantasy world, which is a wonderful thing. And they also have this beautiful intuitive awareness, right? Because they're taking in so many cues from other people and the world around them that they are often aware of what's going on interpersonally and what people are feeling sometimes even before those people are aware. So these are really beautiful qualities. But again, when we are taking in so much data at all times from the world around us, it gets really challenging to manage that, especially when we don't yet have the skills to tolerate discomfort in a way that is helpful and productive. So how do we help our highly sensitive kids harness their sensitivity as their superpower? How can we actually help them learn to use their beautiful gifts and not be overwhelmed by them? Here are four really important key ideas when it comes to helping our kids harness their sensitivity as their superpower. The first key idea here is that you first have to see your child's sensitivity as their superpower. And yes, that means you're seeing it as their superpower even though You're also still seeing the downsides because they haven't yet learned to harness it. You have to remember the strength underneath the struggle and recognize that your child not yet being able to access this strength and seeing it come out instead as a challenge is just part of the process, is just your child lacking the skills they need. So this is a real mindset shift, especially if your child is really struggling. And I get it. It can really feel like a big leap to make, but it's really important. And your child will never see their sensitivity as their superpower if you see it as their biggest downfall. And then the second key idea is to talk to your child about their sensitivity as a superpower. This might sound like, you know, I know that sometimes you feel your feelings in a really big way. And I know that might feel really hard sometimes, but you know what else you're able to do that other kids aren't? You understand other people around you in a way that a lot of other people don't. You know what other people are feeling and you really care. And that is such a beautiful thing. It's really a superpower. And I'm going to help you with the hard parts of this superpower so that. You don't feel as overwhelmed by them. So obviously this is not said in the middle of a meltdown, right? Because no highly sensitive child is going to be, or any child for that matter, is going to be open and receptive to anything in the heat of a difficult moment. But in a quiet, connected moment outside of any struggle, this could be a really nice conversation. And if your child is not at a place where they can talk directly about their struggles, which is true for a lot of highly sensitive kids, this is something I work with parents on very closely in my program, is how to talk to your highly sensitive child about their feelings because they're usually very resistant to that. So if your child is in a place where you really don't even feel like you could have this conversation, that's okay. Could you read a book about, say, Harry Potter or another superhero who struggles to hone their power? Or if you, like me, are also a highly sensitive person, you could talk about your own experience learning to hone your superpower. And then it's not about your child, but they're picking up and listening and maybe putting some of those pieces together. The next key idea is to see your child's feelings as important, even though you might feel like they are majorly overreacting. Trust that whatever your child is upset about is a big deal to them in this moment. Instead of trying to minimize or trying to get your child back to feeling good, trying to convince your child that whatever they're upset about is not that big of a deal, start to trust that your child's reactions are real and that they matter to your child, even though you might think they're overreacting. This is really, really critically important, and it is a necessary step on the road to your child truly learning to hone their sensitivity as their superpower. And then the last key idea, and this one is so important. Honestly, these are all super important, but this final key idea is that we have to then Teach our kids the skills that they are missing in order to tolerate the discomfort of these big feelings. Our kids are not gonna just magically develop these skills on their own as they age. So this is super, super, super important. And like I mentioned last week, this is exactly what I empower you to do in my program. It is too much to get into here, but if you are struggling, if your highly sensitive child is struggling, if your entire family dynamic seems to be ruled by their emotions and their inability to cope effectively with those emotions, let's talk. Let's talk about what's going on and let's figure out if I can help. Go to raisedresilient.com forward slash breakthrough. We will get on a call for about 45 minutes and we'll figure out if this program is the next right step for you and your family. So that brings us to the end of today's episode. I hope this episode is helpful. I hope that you now can start to understand how even if your highly sensitive child is struggling, their sensitivity truly is their superpower. We just have to help them hone it. Thank you so much for being here and I will catch you in the next episode. Want to continue the conversation and connect with other parents who get it? Join our free Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash raised resilient. I can't wait to see you in there. And if you loved today's episode, I'd be so honored if you'd share it with a friend who needs it. Thanks for listening. And until next time, we've got this.